Transition by Panta Kalhor. Let's be together in transition. Episode 1. Welcome to COVID-19 Fertility Empowerment Podcast. I'm your host, Panta Kalhor. Episode 1, Healing on the Long Healthy Shoes with Acupuncture and Traditional Chinese Medicine with Chu Ling Moi, Traditional Chinese Medicine Practitioner and Fertility Acupuncture Specialist. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Naturally Conceived from Amazon. Thank you for listening. When women are struggling with fertility issues, they usually focus on their reproductive function rather than seeing themselves in whole picture of the body. They may have some underlining conditions to continue inflammation and create a stress. And at this point, they may overwhelmed with a lot of information from different sources and they don't know how to find the actual steps and how they can resolve the problem. Here I have Chu Lin Moi, who is a specialist in traditional Chinese medicine, fertility acupuncture, sports medicine, and anti-aging, also sexual energy healing. Welcome, Chu, to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, even for my problem, when, when I was uh, trying to find my problem, struggling with fertility issues, I had lots of information. I Google it. I go to doctors, friends, and every, everything. But um, and when I went for checkup, go to the doctors, uh, they didn't find any major issues for my uh, reproductive function. But when I went to acupuncture, the story was something else. <laughs> so how does it happen? How I, I really need to know how women know that they're going to have underlying conditions. Um, that's a great question. <clears throat> so uh, women that are struggling with uh, infertility, or let's say they're not getting pregnant, um, will, uh, when you look at it from a Western medicine perspective, that um, they really are focusing again on the, you know, reproductive organs. But we know as, uh, you know, practitioners of whole health medicine that the uh, struggle with infertility has more to do with, let's say, your whole health. Yes. And so if, uh, you know, they know, studies have actually shown they know that women that are experiencing infertility and especially unexplained because there's no answer, uh, experience tremendous amounts of stress. And stress hormones are the biggest disruptors of reproductive hormones. And you can take a test and everything seems normal, but what you have to look at is the whole health. How is the, the sleep? You know, how are there, is the digestion? Like all of those things. How are their thoughts, their mental thoughts? 
Um, and those are the things that are going to influence hormones, are going to influence uh, the cycle. Uh, and so the, the answer is not like a micro. It's really to look at a bigger piece. And women intuitively know that something's not right. And they will feel that they know they can get pregnant. They go, I know, I, I just don't understand why it's not happening, right? Exactly, yes. So do you um, uh, also focus on different foods, diets? How, how about diet? Yes, absolutely. So with diet, um, a lot of, uh, we, we want to eliminate sugar. That's a big, because that also stimulates, uh, it can influence hormones. Uh, women often will have underlying something called polycystic ovary syndrome, mm -hmm. uh, that where they may have insulin resistance, but they won't have all of the uh, symptoms from a Western diagnosis mm -hmm. uh, to say that they actually have the condition, right? Because it's either you have it or you don't. But sugar can actually affect their, um, their hormone levels. So things like the sugar, uh, inflammatory foods, uh, gluten, wheat, uh, that can actually inf affect the thyroid or create overall systemic uh, inflammation. And then again with sugar, uh, some women have ongoing yeast uh, infections, little bits, you know, every time they get their period, there may be some itching or, so these are tiny little things that don't seem like much, but it's enough to uh, uh, make a difference in terms of getting pregnant. And so important to look at, you know, that you're eating foods that are organic, more green, uh, less sugar, if any, you don't really need sugar. Uh, so those are, that's really important, right? And then of course, cafe, like caffeine, you can have some coffee, you can have some tea. It's just, if you're having the, the huh? Yeah, like the coffee. energy drinks, like a lot of times people don't realize, you know, that they may be getting caffeinated, uh, food or, or things in their food and, and don't realize what they're doing. So it's really a matter of looking at all of it and you'll feel better, you know, so those are things that'll help you feel better. So really like getting rid of sugar, if you can like eliminate the sugar and also none of the artificial sweeteners, because those also affect the body. So what is this um, warm food? I know warm food, cold food, um, oh, you're talking about in uh, Chinese medicine and yes. dietary? Yes, diet. Okay, yeah. so, yeah, so depending on what your constitution is, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'll back up, the, the idea within Chinese medicine is that you eat with the season, right? You want to be connected to nature. So, like, eating ice cream in the wintertime is kind of a counter- you know, your body's trying to stay warm and then you're introducing something cold. And so the idea is, is that if you are in alignment with nature, then your body, 
easily adjusts. Like you're not having to do more work or expend more energy um, or, or be in a state of shock, right? Like a kind of, it, it, it creates a additional stress on the body if you're, if you are not um, paying attention to what the, the weather and also the kinds of foods Right. So in the summertime, there's lots of fruits and vegetables and they're full of nutrients. So it's an opportunity to get the most out of the nutrition by eating what's in season, what's local, because you also are a part of it. Right. And so that's something to look at that make, helps you stay in with nature. That's right? so interesting. Yeah. yeah. Now, some people constitutionally yeah. are very, let's say, warm or have inflammation. And so they would need to uh, try to stay away from foods that cause more inflammation, which makes so, sense. Let's say ginger. Ginger is a very warm food. Ginger is an interesting food because it depends on if you're eating raw ginger, that's very hot. But if you put it into a tea, it's different because it um, is broken down a little bit, right? Um, and it helps to warm the stomach so that you can absorb the food. And that it has a lot of other antioxidant properties. So in Chinese cuisine, and also you see it, or actually Asian cuisine, I should say, all around, spices, and when you look at a lot of the formulas, like Chinese formulas, will always have a little bit of ginger and licorice. So the oh. ginger is very warming, and so it helps the absorption of the herbs to better absorb. The licorice is in it because it also coats the, uh, the um, digestive tract. So if there's something that's in a formula that might be kind of irritating, it helps to balance it. Right, so to so that it'll actually go to where it needs to go and absorb, uh, you know, in during the digestive process. Oh, I'm learning so much today. <laughs> now, ginger is great. Ginger is a, is fantastic, which is why you see it a lot in cuisine. Yeah. You see it in herbal form. I always add it to everything, but as you said, uh, for the season now is summer. Can I mm -hmm. still add ginger to my foods and my tea? Sure, why not? If you're cooking them, it's going to be, it's also to, to, to your taste, right? How you can tolerate it. Some people don't like ginger, but once it's cooked, it changes. Yes, like raw ginger is very strong, yes, right? If is. you do make ginger juice, it will be very, wow, very strong. And so, but once it gets a little bit cooked, even it helps to um, take away the, 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 the bite. Uh, the very strong uh, burnt like a uh, hot the heat of it thanks going to doctors then they cannot um explain something they say that's for stress or that's for anxiety yeah. how can you explain this in chinese medicine okay uh what do you what do you mean by what is for stress or like uh, you say uh, stress can cause hormone imbalance. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. So what kind of hormones? Uh, is it just fertility hormones? That, uh, All. I mean, that's the thing with, uh, with uh, when people experience stress, right? There's the release of the adrenaline and then the cortisol. That is your endocrine system. 
those uh, chemicals and hormones go throughout your entire body and are absorbed into your cells. All of them is not just some, but all of it. And then how it affects people is going to be depending on, you know, how those hormones act on certain parts of the body. So with stress hormones, uh, if you keep getting them, you may not be able to sleep because they continue to keep you awake or they're going to um, affect the, uh, your sugar absorption. Right, so the higher stress, you also see things like diabetes or heart. Like, so a lot of other um, organs in your body get affected by that. And um, so, when we're focusing on fertility, you can actually see. Oh yes, uh, the, the the cycle, the progesterone dropped. Right, Be the higher the stress. Um, women might have short cycles or they may miss a cycle because it's there's because of the, the imbalance. And when women are looking at fertility, then they get very focused on, Oh, the, those numbers. But if those numbers are being affected, the rest of their system is also being affected, including their immune system, mm -hmm. which gets lowered. And then, higher chance of inflammation or viruses and that will affect the uh the follicles that are um being recruited for uh for ovulation like the ones that are starting to respond they are the ones that will be more affected by those chemicals going through the system i have two more questions Sure. Uh, it's getting so interesting because acupuncture was always my favorite. So first, do you suggest any diet for uh, balancing your hormones? I mean, or hormones, especially um, for fertility. For in particular, for, um, I actually I like to look at what someone is doing. Mm -hmm. so with their their all of their you know food like today people go and they juice right they go and they get the juice and they have their food delivery subscription everything is in you know nice and neat but then you see it's in plastic right everything is in plastic and um so i like to look at what they're eating and that they have a variety and to focus a little more on plant-based, not so much on gluten and starchy foods mm -hmm. because they tend to be inflammatory. And, and things like wheat in particular because it's also very, uh, there's a lot that's genetically modified, at least in the U.S., right? And the, uh, the wheat molecule the, in, in particular is ve it's very inflammatory. So uh, when I see somebody's diet, I will suggest that they make uh, uh, substitutions, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of a potato, we're looking at more of a sweet potato or the, the Japanese kind of potato, which has a low glycemic and is higher in nutrition. 
So really it's a matter of like eating smarter and um, staying away from processed foods as much. And it, and it's really um, has a lot to do with lifestyle, yeah. the fast lifestyle, but also education around food, right? So on the label, it all looks like the same. And this is something like, for instance, uh, you know, with sugar, the problem with the sugar is that it causes spike in your, your, your blood sugar level to go high than the insulin. And so it creates this disruption. So people ask, what about fruit? Fruit is great. But the difference with, yes, it has sugar, but with fruit, it's, uh, the sugar is actually attached to fiber. So as you break it down, the sugar is slowly released. But when someone takes the fruit and sticks it into a smoothie, you'll see it's the same amount of sugar, the same amount of fiber, except for all the sugar has been released. So you get the spike of the sugar wow. and then you have the fiber. So the, the way, so again, the way that it acts on the body, it's different if it's the whole fruit, right? Because it gets slow release. Wow. And so that's where everyone thinks, Oh, I'm so healthy. I'm, I, you know, have my fruit smoothie, but it's really also how it breaks down into the system, right? Because then they got the spike. So it's the same as if they just had a sugary drink. Right? That's so interesting. Yeah, because it shakes away. It shakes. Uh, it gets um, kind of the in the the uh, the blender. It exactly. the sugar is released because it's it's, it's already agile. released. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. Do you have any herbal medicine like can help uh, fertility? Absolutely. Um. So. The thing with herbal medicine, it's very specialized. The idea, when I work with, uh, you know, with women, if they are in the process of doing IVF or IUI, we have to kind of talk to their doctor if that's okay. Some doctors, they don't care. They say, ah, it won't make a difference. And others say, oh, I don't want anything. Don't. And, and so then really what we'll work on is their diet, they're getting the acupuncture, their stress. Um, I have them do ac activities around feng shui, like lots of things so that they can get themselves in alignment and, and more in, in a kind of a cycle so they're not fighting everything. Um, so with herbs, I would really need to know, like see like if they have a long cycle, a short cycle, we need to measure. And then I would accordingly look at uh, what might help and support them so that their body would go into uh, what we consider in a range, which is no what we call normal, in a normal range, right? So not everybody is 28 days. Not everyone is, uh, you know, ovulates in the middle of their cycle. But what we really want to look at is, you know, is there enough time for from when the egg is starts to develop to when it uh, ovulates? And then is there enough time uh, after that for a uh, an egg that gets fertilized to implant? Mm -hmm. So it's not just 
the cycle, we need to kind of know where along the way the different things are happening and, and that's where they're going to need some support and a lot with their diet, right? To make sure that they're taking probiotics. Like to, it has to be really simple, right? And, and something they would do anyway for their health. You know, like it's going to, if you eat more plant-based, so much better for you mm-hmm. for your, you know, prevention of diabetes, heart disease, high cholesterol, hypertension. Why not do it anyway, right? So uh, not just for the one thing of getting pregnant, but really whole body understanding how important it is to be healthy all around. And, um, and of course, the stress reduction, really focusing on things like your sleeping, your diet, the thoughts you're having, because if those thoughts are always worry, worry, that creates the the hormones right and then you're battling all the time the and 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 that's what creates also the struggle that's there um acupuncture as you know it's the body immediately relaxes it will interrupt the neurological pattern or how it like immediately releases those hormones are the feel-good chemicals so you're, you actually have a better outlook on life, a sense of well-being, uh, also supports the immune system. So really helping to, if, you know, if a woman is super stressed and afraid of what's happening, to really kind of help her to feel supported and um, able to actually, you know, think about what she's going to be able to do versus I'm afraid, I don't know, and then make end up feeling like they have no choice. Because then you're worried, you have lots of blockers and you don't, um, you hold everything yourself and you don't uh, help yourself to do this stuff naturally. Like yeah. your body cannot function naturally because your mind is very occupied with different things. Exactly. It's even more than that. When um, we go into a state of stress, our, our actually our, we cannot accept that much new information. So even if someone is saying something to you that your brain is so becomes into more of that primitive brain that the disconnected that you can't oh you you were disconnected oh for a second okay yes um okay so uh so going back uh to when people in general but in particular for women if they're under a lot of stress their brain kind of shuts down and they can't really uh accept that much new information which then makes it feel like they have no choice. Exactly. And, and so that's, the, that's one of the problems, right? So having something where, like acupuncture that interrupts that uh, cycle allows them to feel like, okay, I feel better, I feel safer, I feel like I, I will be okay, and then they can actually uh, make good decisions. Exactly. Or even, yeah. 
that's the first step, I guess. You have to be open to your treatment. You know, I have a friend. She's struggling with fertility for years. And when I, when I asked her, do you take any diet, fertility diet? She said, no, I'm not really happy with the, any kind of diet. I said, so how are you going to do this? Like, and she's very stressed at work and she doesn't want to accept that uh, a little bit relaxation can help her. So I guess openness to treatment and um, what you're going to have as outcome as a, fer um, as a fertile mom is going to be really important. Well, I mean, I think no matter what, if uh, you would want to, you want to be in at your best level of health. Yes. So if, uh, you know, if you are an older mom and you're kind of like, okay, I don't have five or 10 years um, but in any case, you no matter what you're going to do, if you decide I'm going to go do IVF or I'm going to do IUI, you still want to be in the top health so that your outcome is going to be better. Uh, and so when, um, like with your friend, that somehow that connection hasn't been made. No. You know, like, it's, it's kind of like, yes, I understand it, but it doesn't apply to me it, exactly. in a funny, disconnected yes. way. Yeah. And that's hard, especially if you can see, like, all you need to do, stop. Yes, exactly. Those cakes or, you know, this will help a lot. Because I know for few, uh, a few of my friends, few my few of them, accepted the reality that uh, they need some help, they need some treatment. And the first recommendation I gave to them, I said, okay, please don't stress out at work. If your work is too much stressful and you have a lot of things on your plate, okay, relax. You don't need all the money <laughs> to run your life. You know, I, what I just realized, work-related issues are one major part in stress. Sure, absolutely. Yes. And it's really, so it's not, it's, it's a, so when I'm working with women with fertility, we look at, you know, fertility and your work, you know, this is stressful and your work is stressful. Mm -hmm. And it seems like both are the priority. I have to do both. But really like the fertility one has to be in you. You have to decide that like, no matter what, this is what I want. And then all of the urgency of your work, it's kind of is a little less. It's easier to say, listen, I got to leave early because I have an appointment. Um, and it has to become your, like a priority. Exactly. And it doesn't mean other things are not important, but it's really like once that gets into alignment, then it makes things, puts in perspective for now this is the most important thing for me to focus on and I need to look at the things I need to do and then make adjustments. It means that if I don't need to travel, I'm going to say, send somebody else. Uh, I'm going to put boundaries around when someone can call me or email me or expect me to work all weekend. And um, this is, it's the, these, well, 
we're talking about these work boundaries, we're not talking about someone who's going to be mowing the lawn or <clears throat> working in a factory. We're talking about vice presidents, managing directors, attorneys that are having this kind of life that is the expectation of performing and being available and always putting their things aside, whether it means cancel or change their uh, uh, vacation time or to work on a project that's due. And you know, so all of those things, they're not that important. Exactly. Yeah. Life I mean, is more important than any of this. Yes, but you know that, I know that, but it has to be part of their awareness to put exactly. the perspective in exactly. and be like, do you really want to give your every single weekend to your job? And then the next time there's a, a, a economic crisis, you get laid off and they wouldn't care. <laughs> they won't care that you sacrificed all of your weekends. And, um, and so uh, you, what I usually say is you need to go two or three years ahead in time and look back at the decisions that you made. Was it worth it to work all those weekends that you'll never get back? Nope. Or did you make the right choice to focus and do whatever you could do, you know, for, to be healthy so that you can have a baby. Right. And, to kind of like take a, you know, kind of trip into the future and say like, will you have any regrets that you didn't do it, that you didn't go and get your acupuncture, that you didn't uh, try to learn to relax, that you get like all of those things. Are you going to regret what you're doing right now or not doing? And that's something to kind of, you know, kind of give this, a little help with perspective right because we can always look back and go oh i should have gone i should have done it yeah exactly like me uh i had to quit my job exactly when i started seriously to have a baby but not with medication and anything i just wanted to go with uh, natural birth and uh, I, I wanted to have natural conception and i wanted to have acupuncture so in one, one point, I said, okay, that's enough. No work, no workload. Let's just go slowly and see, go with the flow, see how it happens. Yeah. But the, what I want to say is that women don't have to quit their job. It's really an I know, but in my yeah. situation, in my situation, I just realized what I really wanted that time was hugging my future baby. No, I see her. I know how much hard is it to have her and take care of her. I feel it. It's, it's difficult. But whenever she smiles, she plays in front of me. And whenever I hug her, I say, yes, it's worth it. It's really worth it. Sometimes you need to make some sacrifice. You cannot have everything together. And sometimes you have to uh, ease a little bit and then uh, try to as you said, prioritize what you really want. 
Yeah, it's really, it really is. And, um, but what I want to say is, is that sometimes that, you know, women, they feel it's like all or nothing, black or white, either I do IVF or either it's all natural or, and it's really like you can pick and choose so that it works for you. Cause otherwise that's a whole stress in and of itself, right? Oh, I have to be this way. I have to do that. And you're like, well, no, what you need to figure out is what's going to be the best for your outcome. Right. Because in the end you want this baby. Exactly. <laughs> and and so that means that you, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen, but it's going to happen. So let's, you want, like, get, have the flexibility and, and, and uh, yeah, the hope and the optimism too. Yes. Like really, that's a big deal. Sure. You have a book coming in August 11. Yes. I'm so excited to read it. Actually, that's right now is in pre-release. It's not it's in pre it's in pre-order yes. and of course we're doing a, some a little bit of edits as you know when you uh you know have a book that uh, you have to do some editing. So yes. right now it's in pre-order. Um the book is called uh Will I Ever Get Pregnant? <laughs> the Smart Woman's Guide to Get Pregnant Over 40, right? Because uh of course uh, when women get to a certain age, if it's not happening, that's one of the questions that's kind of going exactly, around. Exactly. You know, will it happen? Uh, you know, and uh, so, yeah. So it's really like helping to put things in perspective. I know there are lots of women over 40 because I... I actually, myself, in my example, I wish I could read your book before, before <laughs> I started my decision. But no, you haven't. But uh, you already have your baby. Yeah, you, you, you didn't publish it that time, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other suggestion for women who try to conceive during, especially during this situation with the COVID-19 and... So my suggestion really is they need to look at the very basic, they're sleeping because they need sleep and that is going to help with their cycle, right? The, their um, hormonal cycles, right? Because when you don't sleep, it actually will affect your ovulation and stuff. So their sleep, their digestion, uh, you know, make sure they have a good probiotic because that's mm-hmm. um, to make sure to get vitamin D, sunlight, to like do those things to have some movement, like a little to get your blood and chi flowing. So those things really important. And then also your thoughts because the thoughts of uh, like all the negative thoughts n- are like they really make uh fertility a struggle right exactly it's yeah. a, that's the struggle and to just be aware of what you're actually saying to yourself like that's part of those are some of the exercises that i give my patients like what do you talk to yourself about like oh i'm afraid of you know like okay you need to interrupt the that um negative talk with more, more positive say i'm doing everything uh, I'm being supported. Everybody's supporting me. And the subway is late. Oh, yeah, okay. 
but the whole system is trying to get you to where you need to go. They're not working against you. They're actually moving you along. Like, and, and to, so to really look at the other side, the more positive um, of things instead of, oh, it's against me. Um, but especially now, very important those things, especially the sleeping and the food and like though to really, because that's what your body is going to need. It's going to need those nutrients. It's going to need you to be in the best, you know, shape. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Do oh, you have, welcome. do you have any other talk or any other suggestion anything um i don't know for now but you can always ask me if there's something and then um we can put it in a a uh, uh, yeah as a as an aside if there's something that maybe if you forgot to ask me or oh i wanted to um that we can do that and uh, then for anybody who once the book is out if uh, your people I will offer a free copy to the book in a PDF. Wow. Um, so, but right now it's in pre-order for 99 cents on Amazon. Uh, but for, for your uh, people, I can actually do that. And we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out how to do that. Thank you so much. So I just uh, try to put your link um, Absolutely. for my audiences. And then we can go from there. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you. And see you soon. Okay. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book Naturally Conceived from Amazon. Thank you for listening.